0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's go to Kenya first and uh, where that's been uh, out widespread um, protests in the country. Yesterday, police had to use tear gas to disperse protesters who threw stones at them and blocked roads off uh, in various parts of uh, uh, the country. Tuesday's protests came after opposition leader Raila Odinga called for a demonstration against President William Ruto's government over the high cost of living. Mr. Odinga has also called for regular protests, uh, protests every Monday and Thursday accusing President William Ruto of uh, stealing last year's election and of failing to control the surging lo- cost of living. The African Union Commission has ha- uh, head, uh, Musa Faki Muhammad has voiced a deep concern uh, after the protests turned violent. violent and uh, let's uh, get more, though. we joined on the line by Kenyan journalist and blogger Daniel Ominde. Uh, good morning to you, and thank you so much for talking to us.
1: Good morning, and thank you for having me on the show. And just a clarification: the clarification, the protests happened on Monday, and like you rightly say, the protests are slated for Mondays and Thursdays. So we didn't have protests yesterday.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: they happened on Monday.
0: Okay, so let's just talk about the um, the, the 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 protests themselves. How widespread were they? I um, I don't know whether you were, you were in Nairobi yourself. or... Um, If you can just tell us about the level of uh, just how big these protests were. So
1: I am in Nairobi myself. The mm-hmm. protests are um, are happening in uh, Nairobi and um, most of the cities um, in Western Kenya. They're happening in Nakuru. They're happening in Kisumu, which is the bedrock um, of uh, Raila Odinga's support, and, and also they're happening in other smaller towns um, around um, the Nyanza area or in the Western Kenya area. For for instance, for, um, if mm. I can call it that, and yeah. the protests have. The first protest happened on the 20th, uh, that was Monday the 20th, and after that, um, Mr. Odinga announced that he was escalating the protest uh, to twice weekly, so now they'll be happening every Monday and every Thursday, and like you rightfully say, he is demanding for um, immediate action to be taken against um, the cost of living, which has been rising. But he also has two other demands. He's also demand other than the cost of living, he's demanding um for a real look into the twenty twenty two elections, which he loves to Mr Ruto. He wants um the servers that were used in that election to be opened to an independent audit. And the third issue that he is raising with the government is with revolves to the constitution of the new electoral commission the electoral commission that um went that handled the elections in 2020 three of the commissioners retired in january this year and then the other four commissioners were first off as were were, were forced out of office as mm-hmm. investigations were launched into their actions post the 2020 elections, and um I know. Three of them resigned yeah. um, ahead of that uh, inquiry, and one faced inquiry, and um, was deemed to be an uh, unfit for to serve in a public office because of the actions taken um, during that time. So essentially, as we are now, we do not have an electoral commission. So the process of instituting a new electoral commission has been started, and Mr. Odinga he is claiming that that process is being single handedly. Uh, run by the government That's but really let me just uh, just
0: come in there daniel uh, there. Uh, just if i can just interrupt you sorry about that w- where is this coming from i mean the it seems quite uh, uh why strange that mr uh odinga would now be um you know questioning the elections again i mean he took the matter to court and was unsuccessful
1: yeah, well, that's what everybody else thought, that once this issue has been um, has gone to court and the court has made a determination because the constitution of Kenya as it is prescribes the Supreme Court petition as the only avenue through which an election can be changed, uh, can be challenged rather, and it gives very specific timelines in, in, in terms of the time in which such a challenge may take place. And what happened though is that like you rightfully ask is that at some point um this year there was an alleged whistleblower who came out and said those elections were tampered with. He had evidence and he claimed that Mr. Odinga had more than eight million votes against Mr Rutos slightly below six million votes and Mr Odinga was the winner of that election. Well, those uh, claims have not been independently verified. We don't know the identity of the whistleblower involved. Um, some of the of the institutions, the NGOs that are involved, um, or uh, made, uh, well, part of the claims, the people making these claims, were actually involved in the original petition that Mr. Dinga filed in the High Court, and um, but be that as may there is also the the Kenyan election laws the elections were not done electronically so the server really didn't have really did have a very small role to play because how the Kenyan election is, is results are relayed in three in 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 three processes one mm. the results the uh, law yeah. says that the results as declared in the polling stations are final so what happened okay. at the polling station mm. at the polling station an official results as was declared at that, that of a particular polling station, is publicly pinned in that polling station. Mm. Then another copy of that result is taken to the national telling Set- center through the constituency telling center. Yeah. And you- then the last mm. the last method is it is electronically transmitted. The electronic transmission, which is a result that gets into the election cover, yes. mm. is basically used to counter check. The result that will come physically from the polling center via the constituency stalling center on to the national Sabbath. Just as so in
0: conclusion to... there, Daniel, uh, I beg your pardon, yeah. I have just, uh, we have to conclude because we're out of time. Uh, wh- what is the response uh, to all of this uh, protests uh, being that they are starting to turn violent from the President Ruto? And do you anticipate that uh, there will be, uh, these protests that will grow and that the people will heed Mr. Odinga's call for, to protest every Tuesday and Thursday?
1: Well, President Ruto and his administration have, um, have always insisted that they will protect the right of the opposition to protest as it is a guaranteed right under the laws of Kenya, but they will not allow the protesters to destroy property, to put a threat to human life. And disrupt, um, cause major disruptions in terms to service delivery and basically just how the economic, the economy operates. Last Monday, they say the country lost, they, the Nairobi alone lost up to two billion shillings with one day's protest. Um, yesterday's, we don't know, but with, with Tuesday's, with Monday's protest, we don't know. But we also saw on Monday that the rhetorics that had been happening. Through um, some of the members of parliament allied to government, All had right. yeah. led to had led to the uh, invading of a farm owned by former president um, Uhuru Kenyatta.
0: Daniel Monde, I'm gonna have to leave it. I'm afraid we are out of time, but thank you so much uh, uh, for coming on. I really appreciate it. He's a Kenyan blogger and uh, journalist, Daniel Ominde on the line from Nairobi.